0: And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. The most valuable commodity I know of is information. Wouldn't you agree? agree?
1: I got $5. This is a to the left. How many tackles can one man break?
2: <laughs> You're saying that humans need fantasy to make life bearable? Humans need fantasy to be human.
1: <gasps> My goodness. That was good. You guys are pros. The bats. Relentless refusing to give up. All right, hit that horn, babe. Let's dance.
2: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fantasy Flex podcast. This is your fantasy preview for week 17 of the NFL season. I'm your host, Chris Raybon. You're joining me as always, one of the top fantasy rankers in the game, Sean Kerner. Sean, what's going on?
1: What's up? Um, Yeah, so just real quick, I have to shout out my brother who beat me in my dad's fantasy football league that has been running for 30 plus years now. Um, so he's headed to the fantasy football championship Congrats, Brian, for kicking my ass and uh, good luck in the uh, championship. Hey,
2: yeah. Shouts to Brian. Congrats. Wishing him luck in the in week 17. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll, ju- we'll jump into the Thursday night slate here. We got the Cowboys and the Titans. Uh, we'll talk some, some main slate for week 17 and we'll build some lineups on FanDuel and DraftKings. I want to shout out our contest winner real quick. That is Savard Michael. So uh, thank you, Savard Michael, for the uh, review. Hit up podcasts at actionnetwork.com. Claim your free year of Action Pro. All right, let's jump into Thursday night football. We got the Cowboys going to Tennessee to face the Titans. As you mentioned on the other pod, the this game doesn't really mean as much to the Titans here with uh, with that game coming up for the the AFC South Crown against Jacksonville next week. So with that in mind, who do you like here uh,
1: in the captain spot? Yeah, this is just an absolute brutal slate i'm sure al, al michaels is really thrilled yeah. about this matchup but gotta go with cd lamb here uh he's obviously gonna be chalky but you know the titans are a pass funnel defense they ranked uh 27th versus the pass DVOA and second against the run uh plus tony pollard would be sneaky here but he's banged up like you mentioned on our other pod and it's a tough matchup so uh, i just think they're gonna feed cd lamb here pretty heavily um and he's on fire you know he caught 10 passes for 120 yards And two touchdowns last week against the Eagles, so I I don't want to get cute here. We could take some flyers and dart throws um, in our flex slots, but I think with the captain slot, you got to go CD Lamb here or or Dak as a pivot.
2: Yeah, yeah, I like CD Lamb as well. I mean, Tennessee that that top two run defense sets up as a pass funnel. They're 27th against the pass uh, and they're 20th in DVOA against number one wide receivers. They allow the most schedule adjusted targets per game. Two number one wide receivers, uh, about nine and a half. So. Uh, yeah, like CeeDee Lamb to keep on eating here. Uh, who you like for dart throws?
1: For Dallas, I got to go with Noah Brown. Um, now, he cooled off last week, just one catch for five yards. Uh, but he did run around 80% of Dak's dropbacks. Um, so he could bounce back if he maintains that usage. Of course, T.Y. Hilton made his debut and he caught that, what, 52-yard pass. But he only played uh, 11% of the dropback. So uh, he mostly just took James Washington's role. So, of course, his snaps could go up here, but I don't really see that happening on the short week. Um, so I think Noah Brown will safely uh, play, you know, over 70% of the dropback. So i um, like him to bounce back here. He's he's a good dart throw on a, a one-game slate. Uh, and on the Tennessee side, got to go with Hassan, Hassan Haskins. Uh, he's essentially taken over the Dontrell Hilliard role. Although he kind of reminds me of Derrick Henry, like he's a bigger back. Uh, but last week uh, he saw a 39% routes run rate, uh, which will come in handy with a potential negative game script. You know, they're 10 point home underdogs. The Titans know how much to play for. So I really don't see them giving Derrick Henry 20 plus carries here. This could get it out of hand early and we could see Haskins be the lead back for the Titans for a lot of this game. So I think, um, you know, especially if Henry is active heading into this Haskins, is going to be super sneaky here. Yeah, I had Haskins as well. You know,
2: he's his snaps mm-hmm. have jumped up from 11% to 19 to 25% over the past three weeks. And as you mentioned, you know, he's that guy behind Derrick Henry now. So whether it's, you know, pass heavy uh, game script or, you know, they just want to kind of rest Henry, there's a lot of different ways, I think, for Haskins to uh, hit value here. And uh, on the Cowboys side, I'll go with Jake Ferguson. Uh, Tennessee's 25th in DVOA against tight ends. They're giving up the most schedule adjusted. Targets to the position per game at 8.2, and the most adjust, schedule adjusted yards at just over 66. So uh, Ferguson played more than Peyton Hendershot last game. It, it kind of flips up and down sometimes, but uh, you know Ferguson was the more highly drafted guy. So uh, late in the year, maybe a rookie looking for a rookie to uh, you know as just like Haskins, uh, uh, looking for a rookie to, to have a good game here late in the year. Definitely a good bet for a cheap touchdown too. Uh all right. So we don't have any fullbacks on this suite. Kerry Blassen game. He's on the uh yeah, he's on the Bears. The Bears. Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh Tor- they had Tory Carter, but they released oh, him. Right. so
1: yeah. Henry's his not- own fullback. He doesn't need right. one.
2: I mean they use that dude uh Kevin Raider as like their fourth tight end. I'm sure he- yeah. technically is probably their fullback if they need him, if they need one. Uh all right. Let's jump to the main slate. What do you like for stacks?
1: Uh, I like the Jared Goff, Amon Ra stack here against the bears. Um, It's a great matchup. You know, the bears defense ranks 32nd DVOA and they're even worse uh, since they trade away Robert Quinn and Roquan Smith, the lions offense and Jared Goff play much better at home. This is a home game Um, while they probably will have a more run heavy game script this week. Jamal Williams is banged up. So they might actually have to lean on Goff and the short passing game a bit more when they get up big. So, you know, that could just mean a 10 plus catch game here. For Amon Ra. Plus, this is the St. Brown Bowl. Uh, He's playing against his (laughs) brother. Um, Went 10 catches for 119 yards against them in week 10. So, you know, a little narrative there for this stack. But always like this stack. And it's super, it's cheap enough this week uh, to fire up. Uh, And then I'm getting really gross here. I'm going with Russell Wilson and Jerry Judy against the Chiefs. This is GPP only, of course. But uh, the Broncos could rally around uh, each other this week after firing. Nathaniel Hackett last week was obviously an implosion waiting to happen. um, But they could bounce back this week. And, uh, you know, Wilson and Judy went off against the Chiefs back in week 14. They connected for three touchdowns. um, So I could see them having another good game here. What should be obviously a trailing game script where they're going to have to throw a lot. But, you know, they have nothing to lose at this point. um, So I think Wilson could sneakily have a good game here like he did back in week 14 against this Chiefs defense.
2: Yeah, man, it's uh, you know Judy's been playing really well um, all year. It's kind of been sneaky because yeah. he hasn't had as many touchdowns, but uh, mm-hmm. in terms of the volume, you know, he's been getting targeted when he's on the field. So, uh, yeah, don't hate it. Uh, I'm going with Mike White, Garrett Wilson. Uh, I just love every time we get uh, you know White kind of goes out of the lineup and he comes back in, and he's cheap, and Garrett Wilson's cheap as well, just fifty five hundred on DraftKings, and going against the Seattle team. Uh, you know, again. 18th in DVOA versus number 1 wide receivers despite those those uh talented young corners so like this one and Wilson averaging 11 over 11 yards a target from Mike White so that mm-hmm. is kind of the correlation here that you want with that with that stack you know Mike White's yards per attempt could really take a massive jump if you get some yards after the catch or a deep ball uh, or two to Wilson so uh, love him in this spot uh both of them pretty cheap uh, affordable options here all right uh who do you like for darts
1: so I like uh three running backs in this 4K to 4400 range uh and the first is Kyler Herbert who's actually 4K uh against the Lions he returned to his usual role last week. Um he actually led in third down snaps. Um so he saw a 33% routes run rate typically not seeing that much work in the passing game. So that's good news. But this this Lions defense was gashed by the by both Panthers running backs last week. So this is a great spot I think for Herbert uh and GPPs and Chase Edmonds uh, 4,400 against the Chiefs. He was easing last week, but he saw a 36% routes run rate. He's probably going to be the main pass catching back this week in what should be a negative game script uh, against the Chiefs. So I like him. Uh, and uh, Ty Davis Price on the Niners is sneaky. He became the number two back uh, last week. He saw nine carries for 30 yards. The foreign9ers can't gain much uh, by beating the Raiders this week. So I could see them limiting uh, Christian McCaffrey maybe even more this week. So it could be a big game for Davis price. And then both jets receivers that you didn't mention, uh, but Corey Davis, and Elijah Moore uh, are dirt cheap. Both are around the 3,700, 3,500 range. Um, Both obviously get a bump up with Mike white. Davis always gets a good, you know, bump playing against his own heavy defense and Elijah Moore, you know, he dominated slot snaps last week. Braxton Barrows didn't even play a single snap on offense. So that's great news for Elijah Moore's floor and ceiling going forward. Um, And then at tight end, I I do think Daniel Bellinger is kind of sneaky at 3,200. He's averaged 97% routes run rate the past two games, faces a Colts defense that ranks 27th in DVOA against tight end. So I could see him popping off for maybe four catches here, potentially a touchdown. But I think he's uh, sneaky as a cheap option in GPPs at tight end.
2: Yeah, Bellinger, yeah, he's been getting crazy usage. It hasn't really translated, but Yeah. uh, yeah, that's something to keep in mind. Uh, I I'm going with uh, Russell Gage. Uh, He's kind of doubled up Julio Jones in routes run. And I think that's here to stay. I don't think it's just because Julio has been a little banged up. uh, Although Julio is always in danger of being banged up, but uh, I just think the way (laughs) this offense is operating right now, Tom Brady just needs another underneath target more than he needs, you know, Julio who's more like, you know, another Mike Evans, you know, he's going to do more of his work down the field on the perimeter you know, intermediate to deep range, whereas Russell Gage is going to be intermediate to short, and uh, he's going to be able to kind of catch those quick passes from Brady to keep the, the sticks moving. So, uh, like Russell Gage here against Carolina, he's averaging uh, six and a half catches, 62 yards, and a touchdown over his last two games on nine targets. Also, like Alec Pierce, uh, 3,900 on DraftKings against the Giants. Giants run the most man coverage in the league, and Pierce is second on the Colts in targets. With 30 and yards with 222 against man coverage, and you know, wait in a year rookie, uh, always like to uh, to throw some darts at those guys. And uh, another one, Rashid Shaheed, you know, 4K mm. against Philadelphia. Philadelphia plays uh, a lot of zone coverage, and Shaheed averages 3.9 yards per route against zone. And you know, his routes run have been well over 90% the last two games. Uh, even the game Olave was was in he. Play more than him on passing down. So Rashichi, he's been kind of an every down guy for the the Saints now. And, uh, you know, I think he's another guy that can close out the year uh, pretty strong here. And it should be a, a, a pass heavier game script than it's been for them over the past few because I still think that Philly offense, regardless if it's Hurts or Minshew, mm-hmm. uh, is going to be able to, to move the ball and score some points.
0: Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash blue wire. That's harrys.com slash blue wire for a $3 trial set. All
2: right, uh, let's jump into some lineups. Main slate, week 17. Let's see what we got here. Let's start with... Wow, Drake is only $4,900. Another <laughs> uh, seven-catch game week yeah, too. Yeah, I know. Let's go with Garrett Wilson. I like him. I love him at... Uh,
1: 5,500 here. Mike White is 100% returning this week, right? Yeah, he said. they said he got yeah. from the doctor, so he should be good to go. Yeah, let, let's go with him at QB.
2: So Mike White is 5,400. Wilson's 5,500. All right, let's see what we got going on at defense. Let's go with the New England Patriots at 2,600. Nice. Uh, this Dolphins offense mm. looks like it's going to be without Tua again. You know, this Patriots defense still one of the top defenses and pressure uh, still one of the top pass defenses overall. And, uh, you know, kind of after they st- that bad start to Joe Burrow against Joe Burrow last week, but they held them in check for like, the rest of the next three quarters. So mm-hmm. uh, I think this Patriots defense could get some turnovers against Miami, who's probably still going to throw the ball regardless of who's uh, playing quarterback.
1: Yeah, I know. I love that play. I'm going to go with Leonard Fournette. At 5,800, or actually 5,600, wow, on DK, that's that's must play. He's been, uh, Last week I was surprised how much he dominated like all the different types of snaps. But it seems like just, you know, with the high leverage situations, they're just staying with Fournette. So big game against the Panthers this week. He could have another massive workload. So like him, obviously in GPPs only. I wouldn't trust him in cash, of course. Yeah, did you hear
2: what he said about his, his uh everyone's his on him? Head. He says he's playing, been playing through a list Frank injury all year.
1: Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It's nuts.
2: So we got an average of sixty one, just under sixty two hundred left for running back, two wide receivers, a tight end, and a flex. Let's see who do we who can we go with that running back? Let's go with Travis Etienne at sixty four hundred uh, against the Texans. Etienne twenty two carries last week, three targets as well you know, been playing a lot of snaps all year. Some of the, some games it's been ugly, but against this Texans defense that is giving up the most fantasy points to running backs. I think this should be another game where ETN doesn't struggle with efficiency and he just mm. missed out on a touchdown against the Jets. Yeah. They they ran him. I think it was two times, maybe even three in a row. Uh, and, and Lawrence ends up getting it, but uh, ETN easily could have had a much bigger game. And uh, I think, you know, would be even more notable this week, but uh Still had the uh, the 83, uh, over 100 scrimmage yards, uh, 25 touches. So let's go with him. Ton of upside against the
1: Texans. I think he just missed out on a touchdown, um, either against the Cowboys or Titans too. So he's definitely yeah. due to score. Um, it is a good spot to do it. Let's see. So we have 6,100. Got to spend up a bit. Just I have to take Amon Ra at 7,800 on DK. He is such a good DK play this week. Um, so let's go with him. All right, so we got 50, just
2: under fifty six hundred for wide receiver, tight end, flex. Let's go with Darius Slayton. I think he's going to be mm. like very uh, low rostered because Drake London is the same price on DraftKings, and Brandon Cooks uh, is a hundred a tre- hundred cheaper. And so uh, pre- probably no one's going to touch Slayton, and he kind of took a back seat in that Vikings mm-hmm. game to the, you know, Hodgins and R- Richie James. So mm-hmm. it could easily kind of swing back the other way this one uh, this week. So I always like kind of getting guys coming up there, coming off a bad game here. So let's get some
1: differentiation, go with Slayton at 4,900. Yeah, I like it. I'm going to double stack uh, Mike White with Tyler Conklin uh, I think he's one of the many players that gets a boost with White back under center. Went back to over 70% routes run rate uh, last week, 73%. And he showed top 10 upside um, this season whenever he can hit that. And he has a, you know efficient quarterback under center. So let's go with him. He's 2,900. Yikes. So uh, that gives you oh, 8,900. Yeah. Uh, is there anybody even like in that range?
2: Yeah. Uh, Eckler, Tyreek. Of Devontae. Oh, okay, cool. I got to go. Eckler. Right. Remember I was talking on that on the oh, yeah. last week, multi-touchdown <laughs> games. And what does he do? Another multi-touchdown yep. game. Uh, he just does this, you know, routinely, which is, you know, he's doing it about a third of the time, which is just absurd. We're going to go with Austin Eckler here and get some upside. So we got Mike White at 5,400 at QB, uh, the running backs for net 5,600 against the Panthers. We got ETN 6,400, at Houston and Eckers in our flex 8,500 at home against the Rams. Uh, Garrett Wilson stacked with Mike white at wide receiver against Seattle. He's 5,500. Amon Ross St. Brown 7,800 against the bears and Darius Slayton 4,900 against the Colts. Tyra Conklin also stacked with Mike white 2,900 against the Seahawks at tight end and our defense, the new England Patriots 400 left on the table, which is good. It means a lot of people shouldn't have the same exact lineup. Uh,
1: let's switch over to FanDuel. Uh, so FanDuel, it looks like they made this slate before they flexed Steelers-Ravens a Sunday night. So this this doesn't have Rams-Chargers on it. Yeah, And yeah. it does have Steelers-Ravens. Interesting little wrinkle between the two sites this week. Alright, uh, you can start us off. What do you, you got? Alright, so I'm going to go with I think wide receiver to start. Yeah, yeah, Johan Dotson. He's sixty-one hundred. He is the perfect Fanduel type play. Uh, probably going to be fairly chalky at that price, but I think he's still viable in attorneys.
2: All right, all right. Since we went, yeah, let's go. Uh, let's go, Kenneth Walker the third here. Nice Jets, sixty-seven hundred. Uh, I think he's going to get a ton of work um, because you know that Jets pass defense is pretty. Uh, pretty strong. And you, you mentioned on the, um on our player projections pod that, you know, you're down on Geno Smith. So I, I do think that makes sense. You know, Geno tough matchup, Kenneth Walker back healthy, give him, you know, 20 plus touches and see what happens against this Jets D who, who ETN just had a very good game. Against. Yep. That's, that was kind of the, the strategy the Jaguars use as well. So uh, yeah, like me some Kenneth Walker 6,700 uh, that leaves us just over 6,700 average uh, for our remaining seven.
1: Uh, I'll do the honors of taking the defense. I think I'm going top heavy here. I'm looking at the Giants versus the Colts. I mean, they're going to blitz the crap out of Nick Foles if, if he starts again. Could see a ton of sacks. Or the Chiefs against the Broncos. Um, both are my top two defenses, and they're not too expensive. I'll go with the Chiefs, though, with uh, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson likely throwing it around a ton. Could be a nice. sneaky spot for them. But, yeah, 4,300.
2: Maybe they cover Jerry Judy this time.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> Let's go with Isaiah Pacheco then. Let's stack him with the Chiefs D. Nice. You know, McKinnon's been getting all the, the love the last few weeks, but uh, Pacheco, you know, if the, if we're kind of looking for, you know, Chiefs defense domination, uh, I think Pacheco getting some early down work here. Uh rookie coming on strong late in the year. Uh, I think he could get some 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 work and kind of hit that, you know, nineteen twenty carry. Uh, threshold that he's hit a couple of times yeah. so let's go with him 6300 uh, against the broncos after we saw
1: cam Akers just run yeah on career him. game against right. them right. and yeah pacheco dominated early down work last week so uh perfect type of fan duel play um let's let's uh, get the quarterback going i wanted to take rogers but again that that all depends on if christian watson's playing or not so any idea if watson's expected to return or
2: yeah, I think he's still questionable. I mean, I, I think it's like the normal, you know, 70% at
1: this point. I don't think there's any I don't think we know yeah. Damn, he was about to go off. I had the over fifty and a half and he, he got knocked out with 49 at halftime. That oh, was brutal. But yeah. um I just hate using guys that uh, you know, end up being ruled out. Um I mean Deshaun Watson is also kind of sneaky on FanDuel. He's sixty seven hundred. Washington's a pass funnel defense. Are there any guys that sticks out like
2: no, we can roll with Watson. I mean, he's gonna not probably get that much uh, roster ship because he's been so terrible.
1: So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's like, no denying how bad he's been. Yeah. Like, so it's, let's it's, go with him. He has a couple potential stacking options too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, his roster ship will be super low. I'm guessing. Yeah. Let's go with
2: Cooper. Let's go to Mari Cooper here. Actually, no. Let's go with Peoples Jones just because Peoples nice. Jones has been the the one that struggled. So I think Cooper's going to draw more, uh, you know, be in the mm. lineups, be more popular here. Uh, so let's go Peoples-Jones at 6,500. Uh, that gives us an average of 7,800
1: for wide receiver tight end flex. So can oh, man. Bend up. Yeah. Oh, God, all the top receivers are coming off bad games. Yeah, no Not kidding. Not Justin Jefferson. I know, yeah. <laughs> Not Justin Jefferson. He's worth every penny, too. We could afford him. Right. Yeah, let's go with him. We rarely take him, right. so might as well. Tight end. Evan Hager was way too cheap on FanDuel.
2: Oh, yeah. 5,800. But that leaves us. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. 5,800.
1: How much is that?
2: Leave us 8,400. So, yeah, you still got a bunch of options.
1: Okay. And the flex, even better. Yep. So, that's Travis Kelsey, double down on tight ends. That's an option. Now, we already
2: got Pacheco, though, in the Chiefs D. So oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. AJ Brown is um, 84, but we wouldn't leave anything on the table. Dalvin Cook, but we would be stacking with. Uh, Jefferson, you got Amon Ra again. Oh, yeah. Hopkins at eighty one. No one's gonna touch him.
1: Yeah, I was. I was. He he set the record or something with the fewest yards on ten targets last week. <laughs> so that is that's like luck rankings yeah, version. That we got between Honor
2: yeah. and Saint Brown. Oh, who the
1: yeah. hell's gonna be quarterback? Is McCoy gonna return? Like, I, I McSorley. I don't know. I don't know. I but know. If it's McSorley again, maybe Greg. Maybe it's another Greg Dortch week.
2: Yeah, I mean that's the thing, Hopkins. <laughs> you know, you got DFS, you got to do this kind of thing in turn. Yeah, like, oh yeah,
1: for sure. Like the guy, you're, you're that's overpriced.
2: The yep. coming off the bad game, like you know, that's just
1: spend up to be contrarian. I mean,
2: we got some chalk in here. You know, we got Jefferson, <laughs> yeah. we got Evan Ingram. Uh, so yeah, let's let's do that. That's with, uh, Hopkins.
1: That's definitely spending up to be contrarian. He is way too expensive for like cash. Yeah, absolutely. But he obviously has a massive ceiling. So. Um, if you can get Hopkins when he's going to be rostered, I would say 2.3%. That's my over-under. Uh, if he goes off, you know, you're the only team that has him. makes this uh, lineup a bit more unique. So love that. All
2: right. So we got Deshaun Watson, a quarterback at 6,700. Ken Walker, running back at uh, 6,700 as well, going against the Jets. Pacheco, 6,300 at running back against the Broncos. Our wide receiver is Jahan Dotson, 6,100 against Cleveland. Donovan Peoples-Jones, 6,500 against Washington, and then Justin Jefferson, 9,200 at Green Bay. Our tight end, Evan Ingram, 5,800 at Houston, and DeAndre Hopkins in the Flex, 8,100 against, or at the Falcons, I should say. got Pacheco stacked with the Chiefs D, 4,300 for them against the Broncos at home. And that's going to do it for our week 17 fantasy preview episode right here on the fantasy flex for more great content from Sean and I be sure to check out our full player projections episode out right now over on the action network podcast channel. And every Friday morning, be sure to check for our night shift episode where we break down the Sunday and Monday night football primetime slates actionnetwork.com for all of our NFL projections, fantasy content, uh, betting content as well. And, dot uh, com for our DFS tools and models. You can find Sean on Twitter at the underscore oddsmaker. You can find me at Chris Raybon. And you can find us at those same handles on the free award-winning action network app. Happy New Year and let's get this money.